0: Yo, where you at, G? I'm
1: on G. Follow us. Who is your G? Yo, G. Gulpie. Hey, G. Oh, hey. I'm in the studio. Studio. Welcome to Amp Stories Podcast. Hello everybody, welcome back to Amp Stories Podcast. It's your girl G, a.k.a. DJ D.I.B.R.S.A.L.A.D. And I have a special guest across the sea <laughs> literally across the sea. Special guest, would you like to introduce yourself?
2: Yes, I would. My name is Mide I'm a lover of music. I'm a musician, artist, remixer, producer, whatever you want to call it. But I just love music. That's
1: me. He's a superstar. Let's, he, he's trying to be humble right now. He's a superstar. You know, he got trending songs on TikTok. Everybody's using it, dancing to it. The guy's a beat genius. Come on, uh, you're, too you gotta, you're
2: too kind. You're too you kind.
1: You're too kind. So, so tell us currently where you're
0: based.
2: Um, yeah, I'm over here in the UK, and I live in Birmingham. So right at the center of the UK is Birmingham. But I do spend a lot of my time down in London because I have a lot of family and friends there. I myself grew up in Cambridge, but right now I live in Birmingham.
1: Oh, so you lived there like alone or you went there for school or something? Or it's just
2: I, I came to Birmingham for university. I ended up just staying afterwards just to kind of stay central. Some of the music stuff I was doing at university made sense for me to stay post-graduation. So I've just been here since, to be honest okay cool so what do you do for work on the day to day it's a bit um erratic <laughs> it's probably unexpected yeah so my my main line of work I'm actually part of a an acapella group it's probably the most primary thing that I do and that's what I did at university and that's what kept me in Birmingham so whilst I was studying at university I joined that as an extracurricular thing just for fun but then got a bit serious we did some tv stuff a competition here and there and then we had the chance to go full-time with it oh I've been part of that cappella group for a little while now well, technically, technically like 10 years, so a long time actually but um i've been here yeah, for a long time's been a long journey um so i do that and then i do some other performance stuff with a couple other groups where i kind of cover for them when they need and then yeah the production stuff is a lot more recent since lockdown I was producing or making mixes for whoever really whether it's for a wedding whether it's for like the bridal entrance whether it's for a dance mm-hmm. on an instagram anything and mm-hmm. at uni I did pharmacy so I'm a pharmacist as well so
1: oh, wait you went to university for pharmacy Tea, but mm-hmm. a cappella group so you don't do any type of pharmaceutical anything at the moment
2: I just came home from work I just did pharmacy
1: today oh okay full, so you do both
2: yeah, yeah it's a full oh. blown double life Um when I finished uni I went fully into the acapella thing for three years and then three years mm-hmm. met got to COVID otherwise I'd still be just doing it full time now when COVID hit and cancelled everything I just went back and did pharmacy and then over the last few months you know music is kind of entertainment it's, it's kind of come back so I now just kind of have the option to do both I mainly do the music stuff and then when there isn't anything on music wise like today I go and do like a pharmacy shift as well
1: how does that work though how do you just pick up ship? is Um, there like a job posting that you just jump on how does
2: that yeah i don't know if there's different names for it overseas but here we they call it locum pharmacy it's kind of like we call it zero hour contracts as well where i can Mm -hmm. just go to an app and in the same way that you can book an uber you can book a pharmacist or you can make yourself booked so you can just apply to pharmacies there's thousands of pharmacies obviously around the country and Mm -hmm. there's always someone that needs someone because it's healthcare Mm -hmm. so um, i booked today's shift yesterday afternoon. So, you know, you don't even have to do it in advance. So it works really well for my music career that I can do this at the last minute.
1: That's cool. So did you like minor in music as well? Or this was just something you were passionate and talented at?
2: Yeah, music wasn't part of... Any of my university life other than just Mm -hmm. doing it for fun. I learned piano from age about seven to 15 or so and the Mm -hmm. clarinet, but I've just always loved music rather than I never studied it. I always just had a passion for it really.
1: Oh, wow. That is super cool, by the way. So, can you still play? Is the question.
2: I can play. The funny thing is, I feel like I learned piano in the way that gets you through exams because I learned it the classical way. I didn't learn like in a church, for example. I didn't learn at church. I learned Mm -hmm. classical, getting through these piano exams grade after grade and so i can only play the songs from those exams i can't (laughs) can't easily play anything off top of my head my ear for music theory is like really really high right now like but as everyone assumes that i'm a master of the keys whereas if i'm being honest with myself i'm not anymore because i just never carried on Mm playing I just use everything I know about scales chords and everything I put it into what I do
1: so then you can still read music
2: yeah yeah yeah. I can read I can sight read when I'm doing some of this acapella stuff I guess I have to semi-sight read sometimes as well so
1: right okay so then it works out that's really cool so you are pharmacist and a musician wow what a combo you're a power strike right there (laughs) (laughs) that's really cool something different is correct so tell us a little bit more about your life and your journey so from childhood so all the way till now
2: With regards to the music, I guess it started from probably from the piano. It's the first thing that happened where, you know, something different was playing in front of me. And I did feel a bit restricted when I was learning piano because, like I said, I was learning specific songs to get through exams. It wasn't like when people learn in church and they become very free with themselves. And I never got to express myself through piano, really, is the truth. Mm. It didn't really feel like that was doing anything for me at the time. Same happened with the clarinet. But then all through my childhood, I always had like big idols and all the idols I had in my life. Life were always like showmanship, kind <laughs> big of
1: on <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> big on the quotes. Yeah, They're very like showman kind of people. So like, I've always been a massive fan of like Michael Jackson's work. Even in the sporting world, it was always guys that were very entertaining, very swagger. Mm-hmm. Entertaining audiences was part of whatever these people did. It was never mm-hmm. straight laced, simple. It was always very creative people that I admired the most. And I didn't know how I'd get myself into that kind of world. Mm-hmm. I had no idea because I always felt like, okay, I can sing enough, sing well enough for a choir. I can dance well enough for Christmas but none of these things are gonna get me <laughs> so when I got to secondary school focused on academia I was always a maths and science guy hence how I got mm. into pharmacy but then when I was 16 or 17 I stumbled across videos of beatboxers, and beatboxing was the first thing where I decided to just really try and learn a skill and see where I got with it and because I'm very naturally quite introverted I did all of that just in my room by myself minding my business mum overheard it but never showed her anything I um applied for a talent show at my school I only told one person in school who was like the most quiet guy ever that didn't talk to anybody we weren't even really friends but I just felt like I had to bounce off somebody that wouldn't Mm -hmm. judge me I said I'm doing this thing I'm going to try it I won that talent show in school and I was like cool I'm going to spend the whole summer like holiday or vacation just honing the skill every night all through the night just didn't sleep for like a whole summer and then um, did another talent show then went to university and when I got to uni I thought okay back to academia but then Mm -hmm. the acapella groups were missing beatboxers. So when I got to uni straight away, they said, we need a beatboxer. I said, I've learnt a thing or two. And then that's how I got into the acapella scene, I guess.
1: Oh.
2: Yeah, so it wasn't even really through singing because I'm not really a singer like that. I can hear when I'm singing out of tune and that's quite often because my ear is very, very shut up but I'm definitely (laughs) definitely a beatboxer. I ended up doing that and that was the main thing that definitely pushed me into this creative thing and with acapella Mm. as well. Acapella's, in my opinion, a bit more limitless than actual instruments because, (laughs) you are limited to your voice but then you're allowed to do absolutely anything with that you know that's what we've always enjoyed in the groups that I've worked in or that I've been in then even in the like editing and mixing of vocals and understanding layers, Mm -hmm. chords harmonies and stuff like that it just kind of boosted all my music theory brought back all that piano stuff and how to translate it into entertainment because most of the stuff we do is actually probably more comedy as well as the Mm. impressive stuff it's kind of like pentatonics and humour at the same time then over I think over lockdown I just thought with all of this knowledge of vocal production why don't i make it instruments and then as well i felt like i wasn't getting enough of the afro side to my mm-hmm. creative thing so i was like if we're not going to do it in that group i'm going to try and find a way to do it to myself i was trying to recreate instrumentals of my favorite afro beats that's how this whole tip mm-hmm. thing started so i'd hear like a burner boy track be trying to just listen to every part one by one and try and recreate it and then post it and i did that a few times and then um i think i did one for soccer by whiz kids mm-hmm. and i felt like another song would work well on top of it which which was Peaches, Justin Bieber. And this was, what, three years ago now or something. And I was, like, the first time that I'd thought of this. I could have one thing from this world, one thing from this world, bring them together and see what happens. And it went down really well. That alone motivated me to try and just start this whole new journey of what my TikTok has now become, which is, you know, remixes that people don't expect to hear, crossovers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, yeah.
1: So that is such a cool path. First off, I didn't think it was beatboxing. I thought you were singing bass or something. <laughs> you were- hitting them yeah, with yeah, the yeah. vocals so you're beatboxing that's so interesting that you saw a video and then you took your time to perfect the crowd that you're actually doing that whole time wow that's really interesting you gotta have some clips somewhere on YouTube that you can share
2: yeah there's yeah there are loads uh, there are loads I can't even <laughs> pretend yeah, there are loads yes. are
1: you hiding them are you hiding I'm not
2: hiding I mean to be fair I feel like if you type in my name on most sites you'll actually see a lot less of the TikTok stuff than this other mm-hmm. site of things because tiktok is quite recent for me until two mm-hmm. years ago everything would be from my cappella group to be honest so a lot um, of it is there a lot of it is there so yeah i can direct you to it
1: thank you i will be expecting those links as soon as possible <laughs> so where do you see yourself going with your pharmacy career as well as musical and creative career in let's say the next three years
2: to be brutally honest with the pharmacy yeah. the pharmacy feels like something that i like doing and that's the only reason i haven't stopped doing it altogether it's just because i, mm-hmm. I feel i like only like it but that's enough for me to do it on my days off whereas if I didn't like it at all then I probably would have stopped by now um, but the thing that I know that I love and the thing that I obsess over is music and it feels way more like a calling I do feel like the pharmacy works well with my you know wanting to is making people happy in a different way of course mm. you know making people feel comfortable in general but the thing that music does for me and the reaction I get from people when either I'm performing or remixing or seeing the response to a viral video you know seeing that many people I guess more in like disbelief as to what I or we mm. have done it's something that can't really be matched by pharmacy so I feel like in the future my plan is to really focus on music and just be Miranake the musician I don't really I feel like the beatbox because like I said it's been so long I've been beatboxing yeah. that's not really focus anymore even though everyone tells me I should keep it because it's unique and find a way to incorporate it I largely can't be that bothered to <laughs> because <I feel> like <laughs> it's, it's very, very random and it's a lot of work to incorporate it but I am enjoying learning to do de- DJ now because that's quite a tangible feasible thing that can get me to do a lot of stuff and get allow me to experience a lot of things so I'm really just hoping that there's a future where I'm DJing all sorts of things you know like DJ tunes for example being on that level or being on the level of DJ Spindle or something like that spinel,
1: cool. yeah
2: that would be the dream and being someone that is sought out for remixes which is kind of happening now I've had some good interactions with some labels and whatnot and just that becoming more regular I guess
1: nice so we're gonna jump in more into the DJ part of everything we're going to take a break right
3: here. You're the one I want, to oh. Before my liver start to fail you're the one I need, oh. Before Kassava
4: start
3: to wait if I ever leave, oh Make what I can do, they go Far away, far away Come here, wait in the water, you Dream body maker, rock, I'm giant I know you sing, you need I get the money pass your papa Wait till you want, wait, I don't feel true for you Why you want the bug and war? She you be kissed and you you better drop your body and move, suck up. Stop with this body. Baby, run, I'm on a low key. Baby, you know me. They get us to go move when you're no-go. Know. Green. Come make a drive your own. Come make a drive this Be, Baby, allow me. Tip you off with the allow me. See body oh. see body my boy my boy Please help me, oh. Me I don't jump with him, I I know you seen your I get the money, It's
2: me, the Nike.
5: Baby, the top, Money on my mind. Money, money, money. I don't care what I'm they doing me in particular. Come, 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 come. Out here on don't my dream because I know. Why chase for me? If you want see come to money I get another one. I go take and do you love, you love, I be waiting, I love, waiting, I love, I do Ginger, but I know I know the waste time. It's time for Ginger. Just carry the only bit, no time. Bad point in me, I define, And at the same time, me, I take high, high. But through the top, stand up, calm down. go define. Life, like fine wine, don't decline. Say goodbye, see, extra ordinary sense. Show me love, I will show you more. O
0: Life's on a frequency, yeah. Till infinity. Mm-hmm. Steady on a different beat. Life is not that deep. Mm-hmm. It's all about the energy, yeah. yeah. A mentality. i make making my money. body. Oh. Nobody go, go sign. Shake it. I know everything I do is nobody else concerned. Aye, aye.
3: Shall you go, come online? And I see darkness so all around me, but I know
2: I'm the light. I know
3: I'm the light. Shake, shake, shake me, baby, shake, shake. I feel your vibration. It's me, the Nike. I can't hold my hands up, I'm tempted to touch. That girl on the boatage. Shake, 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 shake me, baby, shake, shake. The new colobus, man, he moved traditional kisha. The new colobus, man, my moved. I am from for my putak I no fit for some fit on pass my car. I roll up a I from Maputa Go Kwa Kwa Lata On me motor Got to face I want to I know FIFA Salo feed you Pass my power I don't love Masha I don't love Kwa Kwa Lata I don't love Kwa Kwa God Let me let me As God I'll be on It's one. me The Nike Calling you The Nike I want me to Nike Make me know the I don't want to sleep on. i, work, I work. Wanna hold you tight but I fool my eye But I'll be alright Forever Oma la top Oma ta omaketong B-Doma she don't say them go be it yeah. them go money the down go lit them go Say them go be it down, down, you I don't want nobody to keep my mind back, yeah, for this <laughs> life day, I want to be celebrated, don't want to waste my days.
0: fini just try to enjoy by line the feeling show oh, try to
5: enjoy shikata kata wo uru no te finish oh, aim biggy try to enjoy bro me no the feeling show try to enjoy uh uh-huh. uh so dance like oh ala yeah We dance like oh yeah oh ala hey dance like oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
4: It's me, okay. okay. yep. okay. yep. I follow not go here and the. We go call them prostitution. Who no like enjoyment? If money day for pocket, she be our national budget. We go blow like trumpet <laughs> 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 Goroboro, goroba, goroba, goroba. Oh yeah, everybody carry something. He said, "Darling, I'm watching, but it's you don't move. You come, they shout only. The money you know what for? Back commando, you carry overload." Back me a back for a back a a back a back a back a a
0: did you see what I done, came in the black bands, left in the white one I'm just a I came with my bones, and am niggas wanna try sir Did you see what I done, came in the black bands, left in the white one I'm just a I came with the bones, and niggas wanna try sir Came looking like a ganja farmer, did I better hide his daughter Shake a bunda just like I thought her. a torta. splash the bunda with holy water Lick a spice for the winter season, your chicken is a lick a season yeah. Did you see what he did? The black bands turned white and they can't believe it, make them repeat it. That's some new shit, they've never seen it. You should feel it, meet and greet it. I will be a genius if I didn't think with my penis. Get them thinking I'm awesome, man them approach with caution. True say we came with a bun, some but true say we came for the bun. That's some brown thing that I can put my paws on. Did you see what I done? Came in the black bands, but you know why I I'm just told, I'm my, my niggas wanna try, so. Did you see what I done, came in the black bands, left in the white, one. i just told, i
4: Baby
5: girl, you find yourself, though. That you make my head though Anytime you know they close to me, yeah, yeah, yeah Baby girl, yeah, I want got one, though While it hours, they want your chat. While it hours, they want your If you leave me, my desire. While it hours, they want your chat. While it hours, they want your chat. While it hours, they want your
3: chat. Only one of my fire. They got me. They got me burn. Boy. They got me. They got me. They got me burn. Boy. I see you, baby. <laughs> yeah. Seven, Brother for the gal, seven, it's nine ten, but they for the seven. Eight, nine, ten, Kind of I feel to get your woman. I want juicy, one got the worldly. Oh, ring, tell me why. I want Josie, one got the worldly. Oh, ring. As I pick up my khaki, exit the party. Oh, Bonani. As I pick up my khaki, exit the party. Oh, Bonani. Is it because you see me today? We make you want to use me daily. Nah, 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 you don't stop today I'm a
5: piano, piano It's a big vibe, but the girls them know Steady, steady, heavy I'm a piano, piano It's a big vibe, but the girls them Steady, steady, heavy I'm a piano, piano It's a big vibe, but the girls them Steady, steady, heavy they see me coming, they, they shout hallelujah. Every day, it feels like a new year. Overseas, they won't chop me like suya. Omo, I know this door, but it's true, yeah. Tired so greasy you, please you. They dance like please, please oh, easy oh. On my wrist, did they decode, they freeze you. Oh. Them know they call me Mr. Money for no reason. Oh. I see they go. I'm a piano. We go show. We go let them know. Now we dey run the town and any we show we got, than any whoo, stronger than any foe. Badman flows, put them on their toes. On the low, We girls them know. Mike Bedu shot salty jamo, Colorado fast in the back door. My piano, piano is a big vibe for the girls them know. Steady. I'm a behind though, I know vibe, but still I
0: Yeah, what's up, got? will you know? Back bitches, how do you me up? We'll yeah, got on. Shake your caravan, for it don't call
3: on. What the fuck? Get it on the floor. I can never fall. I right? have so 44. I'm all of I'm I'm black i a i a
5: yeah, then it's
2: me, that the Nike is yup. <laughs>
1: we're back okay so we talked about a little bit about you being pursuing DJing so how has that been learning the craft from beginning to where you are now
2: yeah DJing it's felt like a learning to DJ has felt like almost an obligation purely because when I post all these remixes and things I'm seeing myself get brandished a DJ which I wasn't I was always producing mixes I was always going into it's called logic the software and making stuff from scratch I wasn't live performing anything I didn't own a deck anything like that that. So whenever I kept seeing, oh, have you checked out this DJ's remix? And I'd be like, I'm not not a DJ. It got got to a point where I said, you know what, if you're going to keep calling me that, I kind of have to go and learn this Mm -hmm. thing. I might Mm -hmm. as well. And it was always something that was in the back of my mind. It felt very daunting at first, but now that I've got a vague sense of what's going on, on the Mm -hmm. controller, I'm enjoying it so much and I feel like I'm just desperate to perform. I haven't had that many gigs, to be honest, because it's so much about, I've realised quickly, it's so much about who you know and someone recommending you to be honest it's a very quick snowball thing once you do one 50 people have heard you and they have 50 friends that might need a DJ so it's a snowball thing so I'm really looking forward to where the next where I am in six months time you know I've only been doing it for like a few months but there's a couple weddings that I'm doing this year and a couple events here and there over summer it's something I'm very very excited about I find the whole bringing music doing this to music I just enjoy more than anything are you nervous the first gig I ever did my hands were shaking on the thing the whole time (laughs) and <laughs> the, I couldn't even re- I couldn't even read anything on the screen so Read I, the I, screen I, um, Couldn't couldn't see anything like all the little lines and everything was just one blur and, I was, and people tapping me you know like asking for requests I was just stressed the whole time I think now that I'm more confident in what I can do it's probably hopefully going to take the same path that like my beatboxing took where I used to get shy I used to have get like a dry mouth mm-hmm. and now because it's something I find so easy it doesn't make me anxious as I do it I think I just get stage fright mm-hmm. right before I do it because I'm just a bit introverted but once I get into anything then I'm if I'm confident that I'm good at it then I'll do my thing yeah DJing I think I'm still newish there's a little bit of ugh, but I I can't wait to get up, be out the other side so I just want to get performing I like jumping in at the, the deep end so
1: do you have any David DJs right now in the UK specifically
2: DJs that I've started appreciating a lot now um off the top of my head there's a guy called Kwam's original who's quite popular on TikTok and he he's great he is one that my friends have told me about that whenever they hear his name at an event he's just they just so excited I've never even been able okay. to see him live yet but from what I see the clips is like he just knows how to navigate his thing really well Um, there's also a guy called DJ Rekki a guy called K-Dog mm-hmm. and these are people who I've seen at events and they've done my birthdays before and whatnot. and I don't see myself ever getting another DJ other than those two because there's a skill in being able to adapt because I've realised now there are so many levels to being a DJ it's not just play one song play another song it's their ability to read the room so that's something that Rekki and K-Dog I know can do so well to be honest I've come to appreciate appreciate pretty much every top DJ that I've come across because I know what it takes to be that smooth there's another one on TikTok DJ Papane I don't know if I'm saying his name right but he does a lot of Piano mixes where he does song Mm -hmm. after song after song and again just very very smooth with his transitions and I guess for me I feel like my route into all of this environment is trying to just think outside the box first and then hopefully get the handwork as slick as them Mm -hmm. but as long as I'm thinking outside the box I think I can kind of match them in ways so Mm -hmm. that's what I'm trying to do.
1: What do you see yourself focusing more most on in terms of genre do you want to be like a well-rounded dj in terms of genre or do you want to have a specific
2: i want to be able to be hired for anything but i do know that essentially i feel like Afrobeats and every genre within africa i think is going to be my main thing so whether it's Afrobeats, mm-hmm. whether it's um i'm a piano whether it's um you know music from congo Zouk, whatever it is i feel like all of that definitely defines me the most and i guess things like throwback r&b basically if it was up to me and i was having my my own show. It would mainly compile of that and then maybe some throwback. Just the music that I enjoyed, the music that inspired me the most. I was never that heavy on you know hip hop in the 2010s to be honest. So it's not something that's at the forefront of my mind. I feel like DJs that Mm -hmm. focus on their own experiences of music do the best. I think if I pretend to be something that I'm not, I'm not gonna perform Mm -hmm. properly. I'm not going to give the crowd what they want. You know, you have to play to your strengths to be honest. And I think Afrobeats and I'm a piano and whatnot are my strengths. Yeah
1: I agree. I don't think it would be as fluid as possible and you want to be energetic with it too. You don't want to just play a song that you're just not really into. It's like, uh, Exactly. Let's play. Yeah. <laughs> and, and call it a day. But there is one make that you made. The Yeah Yeah I'm a Piano. That yeah. mashup. Listen, I think you just made a whole new genre right now. That <laughs> one is sick. So many of my friends sent it to me and I was like, I've heard it already. <laughs> I've heard it. It's so good. It's so good. Wow, so big so up much. to you. And plus all my friends are probably saying the same thing. Like, wow, that mashup was in scene so we need you to make some more of those oh, no, yeah, pressure no. Oh, no pressure
2: no pressure no pressure I'm here for it listen like I said crossover genres are my favourite and I think the fact that I could even take a break from Afrobeats and come in with Dancehall and Amma Piano and do jamo Piano I'm loving it <laughs> like. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's literally
1: that needs to be a hashtag.
2: Oh yeah, jam a piano to the world and back. I, I tried getting a um the Yang anthem and another I'm a piano track mm-hmm. together. It didn't get the traction, but I'm I'm gonna go back to it because I feel like it's there's legs in it. So, but yeah, run I it back. Run it back. Ideas. Yeah, I'm gonna have to run it back. I'm gonna have to run
1: it back. Lovely. What motivates you to continue this path other than it being like your love and the passion?
2: My friends, they motivate me because sometimes I doubt myself, and sometimes TikTok mm-hmm. makes you doubt yourself and view counts make you doubt yourself but the people around me have made me trust that what I'm doing is worthwhile and they can see where I could end up even when I doubt myself a lot of the time just the fact that I'm like consistent is like a self-profiting like cycle where as long as I keep trying to do it I feel like that's what passion looks like it's not necessarily always enjoying it it's just the fact that you keep churning it out and the fact that I'm happy to develop this discipline and it's not you know there are times when naturally I felt like quitting, but Generally speaking Whether I like it or not I'll tell myself Okay I have to make These mixes today And yeah As long as I get them done Then I can go on To the next thing And I don't compromise on that Because I know that there's I don't feel like I have the right To just be like Content with what I've done so far Because I feel like There's so much There's so many more people That I think I want them to hear What I do you know Mm -hmm. I don't have 20 million followers I'd love to have that one day For the sake of Reaching out to loads of people And seeing how they all React to what I do
1: When you're in your Self-doubt moments
2: What lifts you up? Prayer a lot of time to be fair prayer definitely lifts me up like i say sometimes my friends and you have to trust the process and yeah. I'm someone that, you know, I have a big, we say big like band of brothers as in I have a load of close friends that we all are always trying to motivate each other whenever I'm talking to them and I tell them if there's a 5% chance of something working out, that means you have to do it, you have to try 20 times for it to happen once you know, 5% five percent does not mean make 3 videos and hope that one goes viral it means make 20 and one will probably go viral but most people aren't willing to get to video 20 so mm. I've always told myself, you know, I always embrace failure even though it's frustrating in the moment you know the dust settles and I embrace and I'm like cool this didn't work out what can I do differently and you know failure is always creating room for improvement and identifying Mm -hmm. what I need to do next time to you know take it up a notch I don't believe in like luck in that regard if it happens a few times over the frustrating thing about like TikTok for example is that all the mixes that people see are the viral ones so they assume everything I do they assume I post once a month and it's all viral (laughs) I've posted like five times a day and one video went <laughs> viral. And so, yeah, I'm aware that that's what has to happen. I'm aware of the process. So mm-hmm. that's what kind of allows me to get through the hard bit.
1: What would you tell someone that's trying to get into content? Actually, speak to me. I'm trying to get into this content creation, putting more of myself on TikTok. What advice would you give to me? And how should I plan out my content?
2: I would definitely say there's a balance between what I call the art of copying and being yourself. The art of copying is for me, is the notion that if you can see that everyone is having to commit like a certain amount Of time or something to get to a certain place. Don't Mm -hmm. assume that you can shortcut or find ways around it just to suit your pipe dream or whatever. And like you have to be frank and see, okay, what did these people actually do to get there and try and find that out Mm -hmm. rather than just see the fruits. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. as in kind of copying the level of grind. But then on the other side, the only reason I stay sane in what I do is because I know that every time I do something is what I want to do. And I'm never, you know, I mean, there's paid partnerships, fine, but generally, (laughs) generally speaking, I'm always doing the things I want to do my mixes that have gone viral I've had nothing to do with anyone other than myself I've sat in my car and I'm listening to music and I go oh I could do this and then I'm excited to make it and I just feel like even Mm -hmm. the buzz I have in making it is what makes me make it well and is what makes me make it good and is what makes me not mind if it takes six hours instead of one hour because I'm always excited to put out content once I feel like I'm doing it for everyone else and it doesn't reflect me then that's where it becomes a real uphill struggle so I'd always say if you love what you're doing you're going to make it the best version of what it can be great so note
1: to self i got it i'll do my best <laughs> I'll yeah, do my this. best. I'll do my best. So how often do you actually post? Is there a schedule that you actually create for yourself?
2: No, I don't actually have a schedule. And I actually feel like, for me, the kind of person I am, also with the nature of my general life where there isn't even a schedule yeah. anyway right. with this music and pharmacy stuff, I just know that I'll have moments where i think of lots of ideas. And then I just have to think about how I'm going to get all of those done. So mm-hmm. if I know I have a couple of free days, the ideas I have, I always write them down. Once I have an idea for something, I'll write it down. And then when I get to a nice. day, three day, I'll say, okay, this is a day of this. Doing loads of those working on the mixes because i think the thought of doing a mix a video releasing it and all that is quite a mission i like to just either sit on my laptop and do it for a few hours at a time like this from now it's 10 45 p.m i could do to like 2 a.m because i enjoy it i could probably stay yeah. up to 2 a.m mix mix, yeah. mix 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 and then when the sun is coming through the window because i don't have a tiktok light so i do it all through the window <laughs> when the when the sun is back out i'll then do three or four videos change mm-hmm. my hat change my shirt change my <laughs> Do that, and then, um, <laughs> and then and then we in have, have them banked yeah, and then we're in. But if I tell myself I have to make a number of videos, then again, that might compromise on like the spontaneity of the idea. If I said no, I like, have to do, I have to do Burner Boy today, I have to do David yeah. or something
1: then you won't really be your authentic self. And so I agree with that. I agree. Yeah, I like the way that you're going. You're handling it though; it's really good. Because sometimes you just look on TikTok and like, oh, you want to be a content creator? You know? Here's the schedule that you need to put up, and then use all these tools and program this, and that's like, this is so stressful. No, i think if it's. you do I it the way you're doing it
2: i think it's quite ahead, it. because i mean anyone looks at my page from a distance you would probably have no clue what i even do because it's not like the guy that does let's do some cooking and it's really really clean and this and that <laughs> yeah it's just, it's just not me and i feel like that looks like a job to me you know it looks like an occupation and i, I don't ever want my content creation to feel like that mm. i 80 of my posts are me being silly i'm me jumping on other trends i'm me jumping on memes because i want to and it probably compromises on my followers i think 150,000 of my followers are from South Asia from a viral drill mix mm-hmm. I did last year. <laughs> I haven't gone back to that because I don't want to, and that's yeah. fine. So, you know, I want to always just do what I want to do. And when if it means, oh, you could have had a million followers by now, but you only have 100k, so be it. I would rather right. slowly get people that appreciate me for me than try and overthink this business, overthink the game. I don't want to do that because I won't enjoy it. I fully support
1: your mission right now. And so, with TikTok and, you know, just cont- being a content creator as well. Well, how do you find your peace and maintain it? Because you can read comments and sometimes that can, you know, make you a little upset or the pressure and all these different things. So how do you do that?
2: An occasional hiatus is probably a good thing. Just dipping out and coming back in. I think I've only ever had to do that once or twice. But then I think because of the way that I treat TikTok, I'm not usually that stressed or pressed. And I think the people following me, you know, if someone is doing, I don't want to keep going back to him, but say like that cooking thing. And then he goes yeah. and does a comedy skit. He's going to get a lot more negative comments. Yeah. for doing something he feels like doing whereas I think from the off on my page you know people saw my yeah yeah remix the next video I did was me dressed as a traditional Nigerian man doing comedy and I'm sure they were like this isn't what I came for I want what's going on to here <laughs> I'm sorry oh, that's what is what, what I want to do I'm at peace because of how I treat TikTok I'm kind of at peace anyway I definitely do get negative comments I get told that I look like all manner of people around the world There's, the haters I'm gonna like, hate yeah the was gonna potato exactly you
1: know like is the going go
2: hate whatever it's part of it it's part of it so it's part of it
1: so maintaining your views outside of these life things that you're doing how do you do that
2: i talk to my friends a lot in this tiktok world i'm a very very independent spirit which is why i think it's important for me to talk to my friends because like i say i come home mm-hmm. from work i end up in this little world it's just me and a camera once i get focusing on this world it's like no one else is watching i don't really even yeah. interact with my friends that much on tiktok so it feels like such a small so i always know that it's important to check in with them checking with my mom my sister my family but yeah that's the main thing really um i don't really watch tv and things like that so i don't really get to have those releases i don't think mm-hmm. there's time for me to watch tv because i come home and start all this stuff anyway but i enjoy this so it's fine but um i like going to the gym i like playing sports i like i'm um, going out partying with my friends and things like that so mm-hmm. i'm always open to just enjoyment whenever it comes and ultimately at the heart of all of this without god i don't think i could have any peace so okay. i'm more I'm always grateful to him for keeping me on the straight and narrow.
1: Lovely. You did talk about your mom and your sister and how does your family incorporate into all of this? Are they motivating you? Are they supporting you? What are they not doing? What could they do better? <laughs> you know, all of
2: that. <laughs> I think it took a bit of convincing at first to get them on board mm. with me and music in general. Obviously, you know, my mom and I guess my dad when I was younger were really they were pushing the piano and stuff like that, all that classical thing. It came, it went. But then when I went to uni and within two months I was telling them that oh I need to travel with an acapella group to we went to hong kong within like the first six months of me at university and my mom was like are you crazy you went there for <laughs> pharmacy you want to go to hong kong what kind of rubbish is this so from the get-go it felt like a bit of a battle and they just weren't getting it that i've just left home and i'm now beatboxing and making noise but yeah. then when to come in work I've lived away from home all this time I haven't asked them for a penny they were kind of you know, <laughs> like, okay fair enough he's managed to live life he's traveling he's yeah away with, so maybe this is actually and and then this, when it was things happening on TV or people coming up to them to tell them that they know something that I've done then that's when mm-hmm. I think my mom started it started turning in my mom's head and I got my pharmacy degree which is which was the, <laughs> so the, yeah it's like well I've done that now so but yeah I think now at this point yeah my mom is really really supportive of what I do my sister loves what I do she being Have the same taste in pretty much everything. So, when I make a remix and I like it, I know that she'll like it. Yeah, she's um, gonna
1: like it. Yeah, she's gonna like
2: it. So, yeah, they're they're very supportive of what I do. Yeah,
1: we always love a good, supportive family. So, I'm glad that you have that. And, of course, your friend group as well. So, that's really good. So, to end off the interview, I have one last question for you How would you describe yourself in two words outside of your career, your musical, your love for music, and, of course, the love you have for your friends as well? And, content creation, you gotta remove all of that. How would you just describe who you are as a person? You can actually give me a sentence. Maybe uh, two words is kind of hard, but you can give me a
2: sentence. Maybe based on what people say about me, all of these things aside, I would say diplomatic is one. I would also say, it's funny, I don't really think of myself and remove music. It's really hard to remove the music stuff, but I'd say diplomatic is one. And maybe I feel like I could say thoughtful because I think I...
1: Time out. You said you think you can say?
2: I believe I'm possibly...
1: <laughs>
2: I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'd say I'm thoughtful. I'd say I'm thoughtful. Just because I care so much about the people around me and I'm always grateful for all the people that have brought me to this point because I know it's not just me that got me here. So I'm always trying like, to think yeah. of ways to, you know, bring other people in and stuff. I like
1: that. And so now you have to explain the diplomatic side.
2: Diplomatic is definitely um if anything is going wrong in anyone's life, I'll console people, you know, in the same way that I would at work at the pharmacy. But I'm also like, How do we go from here? I'm always worried that some people will almost like overwallow and I'll have more of a negative impact like dwelling too much on negatives in situations and I feel like kind of linked into what I do and the fact that I'm so used to failure I'm always thinking okay I failed now so what do I need to do to move out of this and if you don't change you know like your mindset in a season you can stay in that season for years and some people I feel like in 2018 they felt like some way they didn't make any change and five years later they're still in 2018 and so I'm always trying to get my friends and my close people to advance if you've got an issue with where you are I'm going to try and help you advance. If you're okay with your situation, that's fine, and whatever it is, that's Mm -hmm. totally fine. But if you tell me Mm -hmm. that you don't like something, I'm going to the first thing I'm going to think of is how to move you from it, rather than just dwell on the thing that you don't like, because you know we only Mm -hmm. have one life. Can't be spending years hating stuff, in my opinion. I'm telling
1: you, I'm telling. So they got the president in the group. Love it, love it, love it. Well, thank you so much for opening up to us today. I truly, truly appreciate it. We're going to be looking forward to all the new mashups and the, the mixes that you're going to be dropping as well and i hope for a successful career for you especially on your future endeavors thank being a producer so a dj a dj and everything that it is that you want to do so big up to you okay
2: thank you so much i really appreciate it thank you're you for having very me. welcome very very welcome
1: no problem peace